0: This is Felice Thomas, your host of The Cell. I would like to thank you for listening to The Cell and for listening to Community Radio, wgrn LP 91.9 FM.
1: I'd like to welcome our listeners back. This is Felice uh, with the Faith Thomas Foundation. We have with us tonight Mr. Anthony Murphy. He happens to be the executive director at Lead the Way Learning Academy. I happened to learn about that academy uh, here probably within the last few months, and I found it very interesting what it is that they do. So I asked Anthony to come on and share with us about this particular academy and what it is that they do. So welcome, Anthony.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: And I also have with me as my co-host, Ms. Tish. How you doing, Tish? I'm doing You? I'm doing okay. So Anthony, I would like for you to share with our listeners a little bit about yourself But I also would like to know how you got into being the executive director at Lead the Way Learning Academy and how did that particular school get started?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. So um, my name is Anthony Murphy. I was born and raised in Columbus, Ohio, graduate of Eastmore High School in class of 99. So that was uh, before it became the academy. And I kind of stumbled upon nonprofit work. I never really set out to do this line of work. Um, I was a stay at home dad for six years, my wife, you know it was a primary breadwinner and we have five children together so it made sense to not pay that uh, fee for four kids at home uh, for for the childcare. so i stayed at home and while at home i um, finished up my bachelor's degree and then kind of went into the workforce i coached high school football at walnut ridge high school uh, i also did substitute teaching for a while and then i also had a website so this website helped kids get into college helped me build relationships with different schools and coaches and administrators in the area and um, COVID hit. And so COVID hit, I was sitting at home, everybody was sitting at home, and the the founder of Lead the Way Learning Academy, Ms. Jackie Kemp, and the executive director at that time had reached out and said, hey, I understand you know how to do some things with video, it's COVID, I don't want my students to not get um, a work experience, do you have an idea? And so me and her kind of collaborated, came up with the idea of working with students via Zoom, and then we shared documents through Google uh so using the uh, google drive and then from there we edited the video online by you know sharing the screens we sent out video kits to the students and they were able to film and interview people in their neighborhoods and we're able to put together a really nice project and so then at that time um jackie goes i have a program manager's position open and me you know running my own website being my own boss i was kind of stubborn at first but um she made me what i like to say an offer i can't refuse and it was really the best decision I have made in some time. Um, stepping into the space, having the opportunity to work with young people. She already had an established organization. And um, she really you know, helped me grow in this space and guide me onto what we could and couldn't do. And when I talk about this space, I guess it's a good time to explain Lead the Way Learning Academy. So Lead the Way Learning Academy is located in different high schools. So we um, go out to different schools and offer our programming. And so we're not a, um, a school ourselves per se. What we are is kind of like a value added so we're in districts now we're in groveport madison we are in new albany plains schools we are in columbus schools we also have charter school relationships with the charles school the graham school horizon science academy and done some work with hilliard schools uh, worthington schools and other districts as well but what we do is we go out to the schools uh find out what young people's barriers are and Uh, try to remove them. So we work through two main grants. The first grant is the AMP grant, which stands for Achieve More and Prosper, and that is funded by Franklin County Job and Family Services. And that that grant really allows us to remove those barriers. So you're talking about being able to possibly pay for a student to get driver's ed. You're talking about being able to give a student a um, stipend uh, when they get a certain grade point average to incentivize them getting good grades. $300 Three hundred dollars stipend for graduation, and so those are like the fun things. But really, what the program is about is workforce development, and so utilizing those incentives, we make these students, you know, really focus on that workforce development piece. So we're doing Ohio means job act, jobs activities. We're doing, um, uh, you know, we're doing a site visits. So they're going and visiting different businesses. We're bringing businesses to them to come and talk. We do work experiences. We work on soft skills. We do resume building, cover letters. So we're really trying to develop the young person to get out into the workspace, know how to navigate once they get there and be successful. And that's all made possible by that grant from uh, Franklin County Job and Family Services. Um, so very, very grateful to be um To have an opportunity to serve youth in that way, and then the other grant is something called ready to earn and that's from the Franklin county commissioners and so. Ready to earn is a program that takes place over the summer and this past year we actually were able to extend it into the fall, but this is giving students opportunities to get paid $15 an hour to go out and work in pre apprenticeships. And the thing that makes these pre-apprenticeships exciting is because the students can use the pre-apprenticeship seal to graduate. They can also get uh, credentials, which the students earn through VIP STNA Academy, um, the Independent Electrical Contractors, Turner Construction, and Performance Automotive. And so those were all the partners we partnered with that the students earned these credentials. We're able to take those back, and that helps them get opportunity to graduate um, outside of the traditional way of, let's say, you have to pass a standardized test. If you have low test scores, you can use these other seals as a way to uh, graduate. It's called an alternative pathway. We also focus both of the programs ready to earn and um, and the AMP program around industry recognized credentials that we offer through trainings. And so those trainings are leadership excellence, which is three points, uh, Lean Six Sigma Yellow Belt, which is three points, Lean Six Sigma Green Belt, which is six points. These combine for a 12 point credential, which is another seal. That the students can earn towards graduation so most districts require uh, three seals for graduation and so we provide up to three because our third seal after so we got the pre-apprenticeship we've got the uh, 12-point credential seal then we follow up with the omj readiness seal so we're helping schools and partnering with schools to make sure students are getting those competencies and they can get that job readiness seal
1: if i understood you correctly you said that you really don't have like where- the kids, they don't come to your school like a Fort Hayes or something like that?
2: Yeah, so we kind of um are, are a supplement to that. So um we we do have a physical location. We're located at 215 North Front Street at the Community mm-hmm. Impact Center. In fact, yesterday I had 30 students from West High School bust out here and we did a financial literacy with them with BMI Credit Union. So we do have activities that we host, but we really like to be out in the schools. And the way we supplement the career centers is the career centers have become competitive to a point where not everybody gets in. Um, I was working with the young lady a few years back that wanted to get into the nursing program at Fort Hayes and did not get in, and so they put her in photography. And she was devastated. Well, what Lead the Way offers with the summer program, you can get that say, same STNA certification in the summer. Um, you can get some of these same opportunities through us without having to go the career center route. Now we prefer the career center route. Um, That's the way the districts have set up and the districts are doing a great job doing that. But if there is those situations where a student wasn't afforded that opportunity, we we have no problem filling in.
1: Okay, I know one of the things that you offer is just like how you were saying for the young lady that wanted to kind of get into the the apprenticeship for nursing or a nurse assistant. What does that look like? What does it look like as far as you offering her this training during the summer? Would they come to the school or would they have another location that you, they would attend in order to get those uh,
2: credentials? The program kicks off in June, but we start releasing information in April about what our offerings are. So check our website, leadthewaylearningacademy.org. And those, those classes take place this year will be at VIP STNA, um, Nursing Academy and Staffing Agency. And so we like to do them on the sites because they have all of the tools there to, to do those trainings. There are certain trainings we may offer here at lead the way. Um, but for the STNA and the independent electrical contractors, they have sites that are hands-on where the young people get to use mannequins. Um, you know, one of the things that I think young people don't think about is what it really means to be a nurse. And I, I love that our program gave the young people an opportunity to see that. And so one of the things, um, you know, our students had to deal with, you're going to have to clean up after and help change males and females. And so, you know, everybody was young once. And when that came up, I was in one of the classes and the kids kind of giggled a little bit, but the instructor said, Hey, no, this is serious. You know, if you, you think it's going to be fun and games, this probably isn't the line of work for you. And very quickly, the young person, you know, straightened up. And then I happen to be there when the students do clinicals, because they go on site to different nursing homes to do clinicals. And so while doing the clinicals, you heard the young people? Oh, I don't know. I don't want to clean up after nobody. I'm not cleaning up. I ain't cleaning up poop. Um, And so it was like, okay, well, that's what nurses do. Well, a lot of those students that said that about 20, 30 minutes into it after helping the first patient were excited. They felt good about it because they actually got to help somebody. They saw how excited the, the, the clients at the nursing homes where to have somebody helping them. And so it was a good opportunity for the young person to really find out if that's what they wanted to do. We had several students that loved it. Um, so they start off by earning their CNA, certified nurse's assistant, then they can move on to the STNA. we had students get placed with jobs. I also had students participate and say, you know what, Mr. Murphy, this program isn't for me. And we appreciate that too, because we're all about exposure and giving these work experiences. Um, I don't really feel like I figured out what I wanted to do with my life, until I was 38 years old. And that's when I started working to Lead the Way. But I'll tell you this, um, that doesn't mean I may not change my mind on who I wanna be at some other point uh, in the near or far future. <laughs> so I think it was, it's all about growing and developing who you are.
3: Yeah, that, that's so true.
1: Tish, go ahead before I just take over this interview. <laughs>
3: oh, okay. So I was gonna say when the children are doing their certifications, like what is that process? is it similar to what we do at columbus state with our college credit plus like how do you guys work that up
2: great question so the thing i'm I'm super proud and appreciative of is the the foresight of uh, franklin county commissioners and franklin county jobs and family services these programs are designed to really incentivize young people to go and get these certifications and some people are like well why would you pay them to get the certification they should want to do it anyway Well, especially when COVID hit, you could go to Taco Bell as a 16 year old uh, young person and get offered $17 an hour. And in some instances, for some of our students, that's making as much or more than what their parents are making. And so it's very hard to tell that student to go to school or do anything other than $17 an hour to them was the end all be all. They thought they, they had hit pay dirt. And we really explained to them, like, that's a job. We give you an opportunity at a career. And so through the exposure and going on trips to these sites and seeing how much you can make as a nurse, they start realizing, oh, a traveling STNA can make $30 an hour. That's a lot more than 17. So now, why do I want to show up? Why do I want to go to Lead the Ways program? Well, because of the county that I mentioned and in their foresight, they said, hey, we're going to give you $15 an hour to pay these students while they're getting their certification. So imagine being a young person knowing, well, I can make $15 an hour and I can get my certification, it kind of removes that thought process of, oh, I need to work at McDonald's or I need to work at Taco Bell, which are great places to work because my dad bought our family's first home working at Arby's, Um, not not knocking that, but I think there's a difference between a job versus a career. And so we're trying to help them get that career. And that's what what the funding allows us to do.
3: So you have programs that are K through 12. We talked about the older end. What do you have for the younger children?
2: So we actually, it's a great question and great timing to ask this question. We, um, we had a big K through 12 presence. At uh, one point, and uh, and we kind of focused at that point, we went back to just focusing on the 11th and 12th graders, which is the amp program. Just recently this year, we were given a governor's grant that governor's grant. um, We're working with K through 8 youth and we're doing that on the West side. So we're hoping to build out that K through 8 program in some talks with some districts to work on exposure when it comes to K through eight as far as work readiness. Um, Meeting with a lot of different businesses and having conversations, we realize it's just really too late in the game to expect a young person to wanna work for your company because you show up when they're 18 or 19 at a job fair. You really gotta let the young person know early on what what the work looks like, what your business looks like, be actionable in your community. And then from there, um, the young person kind of can get a purpose. They can get a purpose for well, maybe I need to do math if I want to go into this field, or it's important to pay attention in this particular subject. So I think you know one of the one of the things uh, we we joined the Chamber of Columbus about two years ago, and they've just been a very great partner. Um, specifically, Mallory. Uh, Dez and Kelly Fuller over there. They've just been amazing to helping link us with businesses that see the vision and see the value of investing in our youth. And so we've been able to bring these businesses together and create these great opportunities. And um, I mean, young people are are smart. They remember, they're capable of anything. The Lean Six Sigma and leadership they do, they come up with amazing projects. So it's just really exciting to see education and, and, and business come together. We just needed to take a
1: quick identification break. This is Stephanie Thomas with the Faith Thomas Foundation. You're listening to The Cell on 91.9 WGRN and WGRN.org worldwide. But you can listen to The Cell every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the show. I do have a question since Tisha brought up K-12. Have you guys ever considered... Uh, doing adults that also would like to have a career or an opportunity to be able to improve upon themselves, have y'all considered uh, possibly dealing with adults in the future?
2: We've considered, so we, our first year of doing Ready to Earn, we went up to age 23. And I will say that that population is a little different. So when you're in high school, I'm really helping you develop, get into different career fields, try to figure things out the students and or the, the adults are a little bit older um you know part of the program is staying in context so we have to work with you we're putting in um notes progress notes based on what you're doing in the program and so a lot of times you get them a job and they disappear and they won't respond for six months and then they lose the job and then they pop up and they need you to be hey yep. i need this again um so it kind of becomes yep. a headache what i will say though is i believe in bringing the experts to the table for what the experts do and I feel like we are one of the experts when it comes through doing K through K through 12. But when it comes to the adults, I think Impact Community Action has an amazing program. we sent um, students that way. And um, they also have all the other programming within their building to link the students with. So when it comes to the out of school youth, uh, we've been sending students that way. And then Goodwill got into the AMP space uh, maybe a year, year and a half ago, and Goodwill has solid programs. So we will refer um people that need amp services because there are other amp providers out there and we will refer them the out-of-school youth to that program and that goes through age 24.
3: No, i'm, I'm going to agree with him when you go up to the adults that's a whole different ballpark because the mindset is it's, it's not they're not where they need to be necessarily um, and it's a, one of the reasons why columbus state like offers the certifications versus getting the two-year degree that can then lead into because, I mean, they can build up into it, but the level of commitment tends to be different. They're not as committed. And as we said, you see people fall off within six months um, because it's a learning process. They're still young, even though they think that they're adults, but but they're still young. About how many people or how many people, about how many children do you service per year?
2: So we service 400 in-school youth, which is the population we deal with, they're considered uh, in-school. And um, the the overall county grant, I believe in for in-school youth is like 1200 uh, students. So we're serving like a third of the entire grant. And I believe there's at least another five or six other providers. So we're very honored to have that large of a population that we serve. And um, again, it's it's a true blessing I I get so excited to come to work I've been at jobs where I dread Sundays because I know Monday's coming I've never felt like that working at Lead the Way (laughs) I honestly feel like we we, I feel like we get as much from the young people as 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 we put into them so it's just been an amazing um journey and I'm, I'm excited for every day
1: I know that has to be so fulfilling to be able to see your kids graduate and then when they come back like you said they have a skill they have a career and you've helped them achieve that. That has to be so rewarding.
2: No, it's definitely rewarding. So, I did um, case management in mental health services at one point in time, and that was a very challenging time for me. And um, I had 10 people assigned to me, and only three of the 10 were, I would say, doing well. And I was devastated because I thought I was terrible at the job I did. And one of the guys, I'll call him an OG, uh, came and he goes, Anthony. You're not responsible for what the people do. All you can do is provide everything you can and give them your all. And what they end up doing with it is up to them. And that's that's stuck with me because I bring it to my work here and I bring it to my coaches all the time because we're here to plant seeds. And many times those seeds get planted and we get to see the harvest right away. But sometimes those seeds we plant, it may not grow this season or the season after. But when they grow, they are going to grow and we got to be okay with that. And so the beautiful thing is we've had people come through our program that are going on to be doctors, a white coat doctor at Indiana University. We've had people come through our program getting jobs offered 24 to $26 an hour fresh out of high school. We've had young people go through our program and get job offers on pit crews, on racing crews, because they've gone through the automotive pathway. So it's just so many different opportunities our young people have come across. We've got students that go to college, go to the military. They've done it all. And um, You know to me it's exciting i didn't have a program like this i probably wish i did but uh it's just exciting to see young people utilizing this opportunity and again it's it's all made possible by tax dollars and as a taxpayer for a long time now in my 42 years of age I, i love to see tax dollars being used in a positive way how did
1: the founder come about wanting to start this program
2: well i'll i'll share a brief version because i don't want to tell her story too much but i think i'll be okay telling these parts um jackie was uh born in, in connecticut and her mother passed away when she was one years old so she was raised by her grandmother um, she felt like she was that person coming up that was told she wasn't ever going to be anything and so jackie joined the military after 21 years of, of honorable military service Jackie retired, and if you know anything about the military, after 21 years, you have amazing benefits. Um, she's raised two amazing children. One of her son, So her son is a judge, her daughter is a nurse, um, so did an amazing job with them. And so she got involved when they were in high school, and she actually started out um, with uh, students that were disabled at the time. And so she was working with these students, that helping them find jobs, helping them do things, and it wasn't a nonprofit at the time. It was just her doing it on her own. Um, and that was at Beechcroft High School. That kind of turned into her having the same opportunity to do programming over at the Ashburn Center on the west side. She did that for some time and then ended up linking with TechCore. So TechCore was the fiscal agent and that's when Lead the Way as a nonprofit was, was kind of born. And um, I think it's just amazing to know and when we talk about our young people, she connects with them on a level of, she was that young person. She was a young person that maybe didn't have that direction that, um, that that motivation or leadership but she developed that and so she also developed a program to bring it to them and you know just through conversations with her and i actually exchanged texts with her today um i'm ultimately grateful for this opportunity i think it takes an amazing leader to build something so wonderful and be willing to trust somebody um to take it to the next level so i don't take that lightly at all so i I go hard uh, to make sure i I, um, uh, you know, leave, leave, leave this place. And it's good, but better than I found it. Right. That's what you're supposed to do, leave it better than you found it. And, right. um, so, you know, her, her dream and vision, um, starting from someone that was just helping youth out of the kindness of our heart and then developing to what we are now. And this is the brag part that I don't like to do, but I mean, our numbers are our numbers. So I'll speak to them, um, in amp. We're uh, contracted to serve 400 youth. So of those 400 youth, we have a 97% graduation rate. And then these students are supposed to go into a pathway, um, one of the four E's. So you got enrollment in college, you got uh, enlistment in the military, you got entrepreneurship, and then you have employment. And then we kind of add a fifth one, which is the trades. We have an 85, between 85 and 88 percent over the past three years success rate in our students going into that field within three months of graduation, which is the goal. We want to get them to where they're trying to go. To me, my ultimate goal at Lead the Way is to make sure we're showing our young people an opportunity um, on how to get a job. So even if they don't keep the job that they get or they don't keep the career path they're going, at least they know how to train for one, how to go get another job and how to get opportunities. So we're very big on that.
3: You want to tell us a little bit about the people that
2: you partner with and there's so many. I don't want to make anybody mad, but I can try to mention a couple. Well, we did uh, partner with Doug from Columbus State and he worked with our students through Turner construction um, through the hard hat and hand program. So we did partner with uh, Doug. I forget Doug's last name. Um, I'm, I'm. My mind is, is I'm gonna be honest with you. It's kind of spent. I got here at work at 630 today. I'm still here at 659 PM. Um because today was a long day, (laughs) it was an eventful day. Uh, So just, um, you know, soaking it all in. But uh, so we did that with them. Performance Columbus has been another great partner. So they are, you know, your Toyota Direct, your Honda Marysville. Um, We do it a gentleman over there, Jeffrey Anthony, who's like a liaison. He's been amazing. Bruce Daniels is the owner. Um, Very humble, nice guy. Done so many things for our youth, even beyond just creating opportunities for work-based learnings. Just, a bunch of stuff that I won't name because I know he don't want to be known, but he's just a very good guy. Uh, The relationship I said with the Columbus Chamber has been amazing. Our relationships with the school districts, Groveport, Madison, um, their whole school board, all their administrators and staff, they really, it takes a real partnership to affect um, the community like we do. And so Groveport High School, we've raised their graduation rate 10% through the industry recognized credentials that we offer, which is no small feat, but it takes their staff, you know, being willing to work with us, have conversations, and us all getting on the same page to make sure we do it right.
1: Well, Anthony, it's getting close to that time. Is there anything that you would like to say to our listeners, you know, because most of our listeners are going to be parents, teenagers, or young adults, but is there anything that you would like to say to them before we uh, end this session?
2: Um, I would just say check out the lead the way website. There's always an opportunity on there for you to submit a info request form or ask questions. We will respond to you. But there's a lot of good stuff going on. We got a latest news section where there's always activity doing. Um, you know, find out if you qualify for the program on the website. Um, you can get involved. If there's other ideas you have, if you're a, someone that has your own business or your own skill set that you'd like to give back to the community, we have volunteer opportunities. Uh, we're at the Community Impact Center, so we're located at 215 North Front Street, and we, we decided to bring the community here. So, like I said, yesterday we had West High School in the building. So, if there's any ideas you have or you want to collab or you just want to take a tour of the building and, and come talk to Lead the Way and see what we're all about, definitely reach out. and We'll follow up.
1: Anthony, we appreciate you coming on. I was really excited when I read up on your screen. And I like how you guys are approaching it. glad that you explained how your programs work. I would recommend to the parents or young adults, do visit their website. And so then that way you can get more information. Or, you know, go ahead and fill out that questionnaire. So once again, Anthony, thank you. This is Felice, your host. Peace out.
0: The Faith Thomas Foundation would like to thank you for listening to The Cell. We broadcast on WGRN 91.9 FM every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. You can also stream us live every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. on WGRN. If you'd like to learn more about the Faith Thomas Foundation and to listen to some of our previous shows, please visit our website at faiththomasfoundation.org. You can also visit us on Facebook at Faith Thomas Foundation and on Twitter at F D N. Hi, this is Felice Thomas, President and CEO of the Faith Thomas Foundation. I would like to talk to you about Karima Homes, LLC, who specializes in home remodeling and fire restoration. Kevin Bolding is the CEO with over 25 years of master craftsmanship. Karima Homes is a licensed, bonded, and general contractor business. Kevin's mission is to provide high-quality home remodeling and restoration services to residential and businesses throughout our communities. It's important to Kevin to meet the needs of his customers. He feels that the customer's input is necessary in every detail and every step with their projects. So visit Karima Holmes at karimahomes.com. You can also reach Kevin at 614-343-0609.